ended with a surprise attack on the U.S. in Vietnam. The deadliest week of the Vietnam War followed shortly thereafter when 543 Americans were killed in action and 2,500 were wounded. This wave of brutal attacks left everyone at home in absolute shock from the horrific images that they were seeing plastered along their television screens. And many, including the most trusted man in America, Walter Cronkite, began to withdraw their support. Meanwhile, the civil rights movement was growing, but not without increasing violence and unrest. In April, Martin Luther King Jr. traveled to Memphis, Tennessee, to support African-American sanitation workers who had started a strike in February. And it was there that King was shot and killed standing on the balcony outside his motel room at the Lorraine Motel. Following King's assassination, people began to riot all across the country. Over 2,500 impoverished Americans set up a camp called Resurrection City in Washington, D.C., but their protest ended with riots, tear gas, rock throwing, and arrests without King's strong leadership backing the movement. And then in June of that same year, Senator Robert F. Kennedy was gunned down and killed at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles shortly after winning the California presidential primary. Juan Ramiro was a young man who worked as a busboy who shook hands with Kennedy right before he was shot, and he comforted him in his final moments. Ramiro later said, it made me realize that no matter how much hope you have, it can be taken away in a second. Now in the meantime, NASA had put on hold any space exploration missions for the past two years because of a launch pad fire that had killed three astronauts in 1967. But that December, NASA sent three astronauts, Jim Lovell, William Anders and Frank Foreman to space, and they became the very first humans to orbit the moon. And after one of the most turbulent, polarizing years in American history, the entire country tuned in with excitement and hope to watch a live broadcast from the Apollo 8 spacecraft on Christmas Eve. One historian writes that the Christmas Eve of 1968 produced one of the most inspirational and soothing moments in history. Lovell, Borman, and Anders took turns reading from the book of Genesis as they showed the world this unprecedented video footage of the earth rising over the moon from outer space. According to TV Guide, their broadcast attracted the largest TV audience to date. Roughly one out of every four people on the planet was watching. And the timing could not have been better, Lovell said. The fact that we circled the moon on Christmas Eve, well, a screenwriter couldn't have done a better job of raising people's hope. The astronauts signed off with these words, and from the crew of Apollo 8, we close with a good night, good luck, 
a Merry Christmas, and God bless all of you, all of you on the good earth. Although a lunar landing was still months away for the first time ever, human beings had visited the moon and returned home safely. The New York Times called Apollo 8 the most fantastic voyage of all times, as the entire world turned its attention upward to find hope once again. Now, it is almost 50 years later, and yet I think we could call 2017 a turbulent, polarizing year in our country, too. And as this year comes to a close, where are you and I turning our attention? Where do we look for hope? Because the reality is that, that you and I are not waiting for astronauts to orbit the moon in order to find hope this Advent season. We are waiting for the God who created the moon and the sun and the stars and the earth and the universe and the galaxy. The God who said, let there be light, and there was light, and it was good. We're waiting on the God whose life is the light of all people, the God whose light shines in the darkness, and even when the darkness seems completely overwhelming, it does not overcome this light. As our choir just sang, who but the Lord can give shadows light, can break into the dark, draw morning from the night? Who but the Lord will hear our cry and answer, here am I. And so friends, this is our sacred task this Advent season, to turn our attention upward. Even when there seems to be chaos all around us, even in the midst of our many unanswered questions, even when we feel surrounded by darkness, and to look for those unexpected places where God says, here am I. After all, isn't this exactly what happened on the very first Christmas? I mean, I, I seriously doubt that the shepherds were expecting to see anything out of the ordinary as they were keeping watch over their flocks by night. And yet they turned their attention upward. Even in the middle of a cold, dark field, they saw this light. And this light brought good news of great joy for all people. On Christmas Eve, 1968, Frank Borman prayed the following words that still resonate with me so strongly almost 50 years later. And so I would like to offer his prayer from Apollo 8 for us today. Give us, O oh God, the vision to see your love in spite of all human failure in the world. Give us the faith to trust in goodness, in spite of our own ignorance and weakness. Give us the knowledge that we may continue to pray with understanding hearts. And show us what each one of us can do to set forth the coming day of peace on the whole wide world. Amen. Well, friends, in the midst of darkness surrounding us this where do you see light? Where do you see hope? 
Where do you see God? Everyone should have received a small gray card as you came to worship today. And if not, Carol Boyle is in the back and she has extras for you. And during our response time today, we would like to invite you to take that card and to write on it a place where you see God this Advent season. And then as you feel led, you're welcome to come forward and pin your card along the road on our campus. Also, you may be here today wanting to respond to the light of Christ that you've experienced some way in your own life by making a decision to follow Jesus, to, to seek to walk in the light all the days of your life. And we would love to visit with you about that in the Master of the Sanctuary. Or perhaps you want to join our faith community here at Calvary, where in times of darkness and light and everything in between, we seek to follow Christ together in this place. We would love to welcome you into our church family today. But we hope everyone will take a moment to reflect on where do you see God this Advent season. Children, you are welcome to participate as well. You can even draw a picture of where you see God. And then come share your Advent hope with us and pin it up on the board as we continue in worship.
name of Jesus, your Son, and by the work of your Holy Spirit in and among us, we thank you that you delight in our offerings, whether great or small. We thank you that as we offer our gifts, you encourage and transform us to be faithful people who trust in your provision and your love. We thank you for the opportunity we have this morning to join with the choir in offering our worship to you as a community. As we observe the season of Advent, we look forward with eager anticipation to celebrating the gift of your Son, Jesus. The gift of your presence with us. The gift of extravagant love we can never earn. The gift of hope in the face of hopelessness and light in the midst of darkness. In response, God, we offer our voices, our service, our resources, our adoration, our obedience, our whole lives to you. We delight to be yours and to be your delight. Generous God, we love you. Shape us to be generous people. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
hopes and pictures of God's presence on our board. So thank you for participating so wholeheartedly in that. And if you didn't get to, feel free to come up afterwards and, and read the cards and add your own to it. And I am so glad that you've joined us today. We have several guests with us today, friends and family members. We are so glad that, that you are here to participate in worship with us. We would love to greet you after the service. So feel free to stay and linger and allow us to visit with you. We also want to extend a huge thank you to our intergenerational choir. Thank you.
go now to the peace of Christ. Amen.